0: WUB News, you're listening to the Outlet, where campus meets community. I'm Taylor Burnett. Each week on the Outlet, we bring you stories from across Southeast Ohio. This week on the Outlet, players and coaches for Ohio Men's Basketball are bonding off the court.
1: Right, when you're going, you gotta crouch down. And I got like bad knees as it is, and five knee surgeries, three torn ACLs. So so I'm crouching down like I was so sore afterwards.
0: And cold weather is fast approaching. WUB's lead forecaster, Aaron Ashley, has the details on the changes coming next week.
2: Well, once these systems push eastward, high pressure will settle back in to clear us up, give us some sun as soon as Sunday, hopefully. But that cold front, like I said, will really, really put a damper on the temperatures. These stories and more,
0: right here, on The Outlet. It's been a pretty muggy and gross weekend. I'm joined by WUB lead forecaster, Aaron Ashley. It kind of came on suddenly, didn't it? Yeah, definitely an unpleasant
2: shift in the incredibly nice weather that we've seen over the past couple of weeks. I mean, we have all seen it. It's just rain and rain and somehow even more rain. Just in time for the weekend, right? Well, yeah, and especially Veterans Day weekend. I know we got a lot of people who are out on the roads right now, maybe traveling to be with family or just enjoying the long weekend with a quick getaway. Definitely be careful out on those roads. This was kind of surprising. Can you tell us more? Well, absolutely. So we had two big beasts that really brought together this really rainy holiday for us. So in the morning, we were hit by the remnants of Hurricane Nicole that hit Florida early in the morning on uh, Thursday. And so all those remnants just brought a ton of rain and some winds from the south, All the way up into our area, so that was beast number one. And then later this evening, um, we uh, had this really massive cold front coming from the west, which not only brought rain of its own, as well as the chance for some cracks of thunder or two, but also it's causing a huge dramatic drop in temperature. So we're looking at temperature drops by over 20 degrees in some local areas.
0: Wait, we're still getting tropical storms this late into the game?
2: Yeah, Taylor. It's honestly pretty rare to be getting hurricanes to hit land this late into the season. In fact, the last time this happened was nearly 40 years ago. This Hurricane Nicole, in fact, is the third one ever to hit in November.
0: So hopefully this will be the last big one for the season. When can we expect things to dry out a little bit? Well, once these systems
2: push eastward, high pressure will settle back in to clear us up, give us some sun as soon as Sunday, hopefully. But that cold front, like I said, will really, really put a damper on the temperatures. We're looking at highs in the low 40s to start next week. Definitely, definitely, definitely want to dust off the winter coat because we might be needing it for the long haul.
0: Wait, whoa. Highs in the 40s, so that means lows. In the
2: 20s, Taylor. We got a dramatic shift in temperature just starting this weekend
0: and expected
2: to last through next week as well.
0: Well, maybe I can finally break out the fluffy sweaters. That was WUB's lead forecaster, Aaron Ashley. Ohio men's basketball has nine new players on the roster. Building camaraderie is important, so the squad spent time together outside of the sport over the summer. Reporter Joe Collins says this bonding, particularly a game of paintball, left Jeff Bowles with some questions to be answered.
3: Freshmen, transfers, and few returning vets are three ways to describe the Ohio men's basketball squad this season. With only six players returning from last season, one of which was injured and only three who got significant playing time, the Ohio men's basketball team looks much, much different from the squad that won the MAC championship just two years ago. The nine new faces the Bobcats bring in all have talent. From highly touted recruits like A.J. Brown and Aiden Hathaway to experienced transfers like Jalen Hunter and Devon Brown, this group has the chance to be very good together. But not even the best players on the planet could perform well together if they're just playing with each other for the first time. Team chemistry is arguably the most important aspect of success. The Ohio Bobcats have been attempting to do that over the summer in preparation for the season. One event that stood out was the team paintball outing in August. Everyone got the chance to partake in the event, and there was clearly a best paintballer on the field, echoed by Jalen Hunter and AJ Clayton. That would be Ben Roderick. Ben Roderick, <laughs> Ben Roderick, but he shot me four times I got in my Roderick back so about, hard, about three feet away. <laughs> about three feet away. So, but we no had idea fun. I was there. <laughs> Graduate Dwight Wilson III echoed this point as well, but also said as a joke that this was the last time he's ever picking up a paintball gun again. Head coach Jeff Bowles even participated as well, but his experience may have been a laugh out loud situation for the whole team.
1: You know what? That was such a great team bonding experience. And I just turned 50 about a month ago. When I played, when I bend down, in your, you know, anyone play paintball in here? You, anyone? So, like, right, when you're going, you got to crouch down. And I got, like, bad knees as it is, and five knee surgeries, three torn ACLs. So, so I'm crouching down. Like, I was so sore afterwards. And the last game, I, I think it was miles, but no one fessed up to it. Somebody hit me in the side of the head. I was out. When you're out, you got to throw your, like, gun up or, you know, paintball up. So I'm, like, walking this way. So I'm, like, sitting duck. And someone hit I, My head still kind of hurts right here. And uh, no one fessed up to it. But uh, I'm going to remember that.
3: Bull's investigation is still ongoing for now. A team even got the chance to travel overseas to Spain for a couple of scrimmages against various Spanish teams. This is where the team got to have their first traveling experience as a team, while also getting to spend time and enjoy a foreign nation. It was the first time traveling to Europe for a few of them, which they very much enjoyed. As the season goes on, the team will get the chance to build more and more chemistry as they get used to playing with each other. But chemistry doesn't start without events over the summer just as the Bobcats did. The team feels that once they've grown completely comfortable playing with each other, they're capable of very big things. Reporting for The Outlet, I'm Joe Collins.
0: WUB Sports Director Aiden Crowley was at the Ohio-Miami game. Battle of the Bricks in Oxford. Aiden, how did it go for the Bobcats?
4: Oh, this was a fun one, Taylor, Um, because obviously you have the rivalry aspect of the game. These are two teams that just quite frankly don't really get along too well. And there was obviously a lot of extracurriculars after the whistle uh, on a lot of the different plays. And it was a physical contest. And early it looked like OU might have got caught off guard a little bit by the physicality because Miami was hanging in there it was 10 to 7 at the half OU was up and kind of in the air you were feeling for the first time in a long time OU was not necessarily in the driver's seat. They weren't in control. But, man, out of that second half, Tim Albin and this team made really good adjustments. I know speaking with Coach Albin after the game, he said he felt like that was one of the most dominant second halves he's seen in his time at OU, which he's obviously been head coach for two years and offensive coordinator for a long time under Frank Solich. So it was just a really impressive second half. Uh, They ended up taking that one 37-21, And in that second half, they ran the football a lot more. They had C.A. Bangura back from injury. So he came back in a big way for 20 carries, a touchdown, 145 yards. And, you know, Curtis Rourke's going to do Curtis Rourke things. He's third in the nation in passing, and he just continued it again uh, on Tuesday night. So this is a team that, again, especially after Buffalo and Bowling Green, they both lost this past Wednesday. So as you kind of start looking at the end of the season the writing's on the wall this is a team that's not going to back down from the challenge but they understand what's at hand and they understand the task so two more wins for the bobcats and they'll be on a bus up to detroit on december 3rd so i know they're really looking forward to it and this win i think really showed what this team can be because they felt like they were in danger and all of a sudden you blink and they're up multiple scores and they're right where they need to be so
0: Did many Bobcats make it out to the game in Oxford?
4: You know, Taylor, it was actually surprising because, you know, Tuesday night football at 7.30, it's hard to get a a crowd there, but... And my estimation, looking around, it looked like there was more OU fans than Miami fans at the game, which was cool to see. We had a OU, OYAT roaring around in Jaeger Stadium, um, and it, it was a fun environment. Obviously, the parents traveled pretty well. A couple of students in the stands, but um, I actually saw more OU st- students than Miami students.
0: Yeah, and so... Basketball season just kicked off, but didn't start out as well as things have been going for o u football
4: that's right, Taylor. It was uh a disappointing start to the season for both clubs. We'll start with the men who were on the road. They went to Belmont over in Tennessee and took on the Bruins who they beat last year, but unfortunately, this was a heartbreaker for this team seventy to sixty nine they ended up losing. Uh, sophomore AJ Clayton, who's a sophomore but is 18 years old, if you believe that <laughs> he reclassified, but he hit a shot with one second left to put OU up two and. You got the sense they were down, they came back, they took the lead, one second left. They were honestly celebrating like they just won it. But that Belmont goes down, responds, hits a three at the buzzer, and just like that, you go from the highest high to the lowest low. And game one. um, This is a young team, so I think being in a game like this, where it swings so much, you have a close game at the end, it's good just to gain experience. Obviously, you never want to lose. But in this situation, I think this kind of molds a lot of younger players and kind of gets them up to speed, and you never want the heartbreaking loss, but sometimes it might be good uh, for some of those younger guys to get a taste of what that feels like, because they won't want that again, but Welcome back, Dwight Wilson. Uh, he's one of the only seniors on the roster. He came back from an ACL tear and he tore it up for 20-8. and eight. So I know Jeff Bowles is going to be really happy to have him back from a leadership point of view, too, because, like I mentioned, a lot of transfers, a lot of new faces. You need somebody to lean on, and Dwight Wilson is that guy. It was a similar story for the women. Uh, they ended up dropping one to Long Island University, 74-67. Again, a lot of new faces on this roster. When Speaking with Bob Bolden, he has girls on the roster who hasn't played basketball in like four or 500 days because of COVID, because of injury, and they were trying to feel a lot of different stuff out. And they kind of struggled out of the blocks. They got the game close towards the end of the fourth quarter, couldn't come through. It was a little bit of too little, too late. But you have to like the fight if you're an OU faithful because. They were down big, ended up kind of coming back in that fourth quarter. And same situation as the guys, welcome back, Caitlin Kroll. She's one of the ones who hasn't played in four or 500 days. Uh, She was out all of last year with an injury, got COVID at the end of the two years ago, and having her back was huge because, like I mentioned, uh, you're – only other player on that team who's played sizable minutes is Yaya Felder, who's a sophomore. So you just have a lot of young faces. You need somebody who's been in those moments to kind of pull the team together, especially when they were down in that third quarter. Just pull them together, say – We're all right, guys. We're going to be fine and come back swinging in that fourth quarter. So I know Bob Bolden is really excited to get her back in the mix as well. So it's kind of a very similar story between both teams, which is very interesting. And I have no doubt that both will kind of figure it out, and I think you'll see both improved teams in their next games against Cleveland State for the guys and against uh, Longwood for the girls.
0: And that was WOUB Sports Director Aidan Crowley. The Bob Stewart Band is back in concert this weekend. It's the band's first performance since recording its new album. The COVID-19 pandemic pushed guitarist and vocalist Bob Stewart, guitarist Elliot Abrams, and bassist Greg Bukowski to record the band's first original album in the Bob Stewart Band's 20th year of existence. They crafted their newest songs when they couldn't perform the regular gigs. The band practiced outside in a driveway socially distant in the early days of the pandemic and moved inside with masks on in the colder months. But they felt it was unsafe.
3: So we just had to stop for a while. But by then we'd kind of become familiar with the songs so we could sort of play them on our own. And then when the vaccine came out, we were able to get back together. And then we went to the studio in May of 2021.
0: That's Bob Stewart. That time away from playing gigs paid off. Mended Bones is the album's title with 13 songs, including this title track. The song pulls inspiration from challenging times during the pandemic.
3: This concept of Mended Bones that, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard the expression, but nothing is stronger than a mended bone. It's like an old, probably an old wives' tale. But the idea is it's a kind of a metaphor for when you've had trouble in your life and then you come through it, you're stronger. You know, so pretty simple idea.
0: The band says the goal of its music is trying to see something meaningful, but with a little snark and some fun into it as well. Abrams and Stewart have played together since the band's beginning. Twenty years in, making music never gets old.
4: It's always fresh. And, and Bob has always been welcoming to new thoughts, new ideas how, new direction for this and that so, so we haven't stagnated in any possible way as musically
0: The Bob Stewart Band is back for its first performance Sunday at Arts West in Athens starting at 6.30 The concert is free The band's new album will be available on Spotify and YouTube That's all we have for you this week Thanks for joining us The outlet is produced each week by me, Taylor Burnett. We're edited by Atish Baidia, Aaron Payne, and David Forster. Adam Rich is our technical assistant, and our theme music is performed by Ryan Gabos. Subscribe to the outlet on SoundCloud or Spotify, as well as Apple Podcasts. You can find us online at wub.org. You can also follow us on Twitter at outlet underscore wub and Instagram at wub underscore outlet. We'll be back next week with more stories from Southeast Ohio.